Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Glory to God. Richard, talk to us about Omega Leadership Academy. So the two things that I want to take a moment every month, I, I say, Pastor, I want to talk, just kind of plant a seed, cast vision, talk about what we're doing, give a little glimpse of what's happening. I'm going to talk about two things today. I'm going to talk about the word discipline, and I'm going to talk about responsibility. Okay? So um, why, why are we starting a classical Christian school? Right? Well, there's a lot of, there's plenty of free schools around. There's, there's, there's Christian schools in the area too. Okay, but but why why a classical Christian school, right? Um, we've already I've already talked to you about you know if you want to send your your children to a government school, you know you can do that. Okay? They're going to spend five to seven hours every day, right? Getting inputted about about the world and the worldview and, and a discipline that they'll be taught. And then they can come. We do the church for about an hour. And have your God time. Okay? And then there are a lot of good other private schools and Christian schools too where maybe they do, maybe they don't. I'm not talking negatively about anyone, but that, you know, where, what is the, the discipline that they are instilling in students? What is the discipline? Okay? So... Go on to the next slide. I want to just read, read to you about, I want to read for you this, this verse in Ephesians 6, 4. I'm going to start in verse 1, but this is the main one I want to talk about. Obey, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it will be go well with you and that you may live long in the land. And here's this verse here. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and counsel or instruction of the Lord. The discipline. That word discipline, right? A lot of time we hear it like, yes. Right? We're gonna discipline. Go on to the next slide, guys. We're gonna we're gonna discipline, but but what it means is it comes from this Greek word paideia is what they used. And that word paideia is really a worldview. Okay. So back in that time when they, they used the word paideia, it would have been it would have been about the Roman paideia, right? About uh, a Roman worldview. Fathers, bring up your children to be the best Roman citizen. Boom. If, if you're in a communist country, the idea of bringing your children up in the, be, to be good communist people. Okay. But, but the Lord is asking us to be, to do the discipline or, or paideia in instruction, counsel of the Lord. Right. So to be a citizen of the Lord, to, be, to have a worldview of God, so that everything they do, think, say, is all filtered to that through that lens, that paideia of what is the what is what does the Lord want me to do with that? Okay, and He's very specific about whose job it is. Right now, moms and tias and grandmas and 
and, and aunts and mentors, they're all very important. And, they, and moms may very well be the one that does the actual delivery of instruction, right? But it is the husbands, the fathers, the uncles, the grandparents, they, they will answer. Did you do it? You had a chance. Did you do it? Or did you turn it over to the government school? Because I, I must say it. Because I'd rather have a thousand dollar phone. Five of them, maybe. Okay, all right, I'm going go over that. That just, I don't know why that got. Okay. Right. So, uh, the command is to the, to the fathers, right? To the men. And, and the way I see it, the children, it's all children. Right? All children. The classical model is unique in that it instills wisdom and virtue. It's not focused on what they will be, but who they are. Uh, this movement is generational. A hundred years from now, they will talk about what was done now. The investment and the opportunity we took now to create generations of people that will impact not just here, but all around because of their world view is different. If they want to go to college, they can go to college. If they want to go to trade school, they can go to trade school. But they're looking at it for a different lens because they are wise and they can discern and they can defend. That's the opportunity they have today, sir. Thank you. Now, that's, that's the difference. And, 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 you know, I graduated from a public school. But it is not the same anymore. And so this is the time right now. And we, we thank you. We believe in God. Everybody say believe in God. Believe in God. We're not going to struggle our way through this. We're going to commit. We're going to operate in faith. We want to thank those that have already contributed and those that God is dealing with, and there's going to be people that's going to jump on this bandwagon because it is a movement inspired by the Holy Spirit for this generation. I've always argued this point, even with politicians. If, why is the government schools so afraid of the competition from the education in the church. Because there's no competition. <laughs> Glory to God. In fact, if you study that out, there's been many. <clears throat> we, we've heard a lot about Yale and Princeton and all them in the news media lately. You know, they all started off educating people for ministry and yet they're acting like the renegades now well that's time to stop it amen so thank you thank you thank you in advance 
Now we're going to give you an opportunity to return your tithe, give your offerings, and you're going to worship. Everybody say worship. This is key to understanding. We're not coming up here. We're not begging for anything. What we're doing is giving you vision, where this is going, what we're doing, and, and what God wants to do with this. We want you just to obey God. Everybody say obey God. We, we want you to obey God. Bring your tithes and offering when you come. Shout with a voice of triumph. And here's the reason why. Glory to God. He's going to make us excel even through inflation periods, depression periods, all that because our blessing comes from the Lord. Glory to God. You can bring it while I pray. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanksgiving. You're holy, you're just, and you're true. Glory to God, all blessing flows from you. Now, Father, I speak blessing, blessing on those that worship you with tithes and offerings. Those that are doing it through the internet, those that are doing it through live stream, those that are here in the auditorium. Father, we worship you. We praise you. Glory to God. This is a worthy cause. Hallelujah. What we do is there not a cause. Hallelujah. To point a generation back to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now Father we thank you there'll be nothing missing and nothing broken in the lives of the givers in this place in the name of Jesus. I thank you Father that they excel that the windows of heaven are open in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And there won't be room enough in their life to receive it. And everybody that agrees, shout. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we worship you. We thank you for this time together. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you that you did come to the earth. We thank you that you suffered on that tree, Jesus. We thank you that you went to hell and you rose again the third day. And we're grateful for what you've already accomplished. But Lord, we thank you for what your spirit is doing through the body of Christ today. Holy Spirit, Oh, hallelujah. Turn up the heat in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Cause a fire to break forth in the souls of men and women, boys and girls, Father God, in this generation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for opening and lightening the eyes of our understanding that we may know the hope of your calling in the body of Christ. We, give e we thank you for giving us ears to hear, hearts to receive. Thank you, Lord, for giving me clear thought and accurate words to convey understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Glory to God. Who's got what? All right. Trey and Nita is going to take the 180. Thank you for, you may be seated. 180, that's our youth ministry. And we're excited about our youth ministry. And they're, they're, glory to God. They've been given by God the direction. Hallelujah. We've already prayed over it and they know up front. Amen. Glory to God for all of our 180. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. All right. I hope you're ready for part two. Insights for 2024. Everybody say insights. insights. 
we're going to get insights from the Bible. I can't tell you that I've had some miraculous vision. I do see things in the spirit realm and inside here. I get glimpses. And I can't tell you that I can prophesy everything, that I know everything I don't, but we can get insight from the Bible. Because the same truths, the same truths at the beginning are the same truths at the end. What, the truths that delivered Daniel from the lion's den, the three Hebrew children from the fiery furnace, the same truths that caused David to defeat Goliath, and, and Paul to overcome imprisonment, these same truths are relevant, relative for our day. They work the same today as they did yesterday. And the Bible teaches us very plainly that Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So this works today. Okay? Why is that? Because God is truth. His word is truth. And truth means absolute. Truth it has no variance in it. Does that make sense to you now? Okay. So we're going to look at some insights. Back in September, and I mentioned this Sunday, last Sunday, but I want to bring it up again today. Back in September began the Jewish New Year, 5784, 5784. It parallels to what takes place. God always starts with the nation Israel first and then follows through with the nations and the church. So now we've, we've stepped into 2024, and it parallels. If you, stood, if you would have been on top of it, and I'm not saying you weren't, I'm just saying if you'd have been on top of it in September, you would have known a little direction on where we're going in 2024. The number four in the Bible is referred to a door. In the Hebrew, it's referred to, it's called, I think it's called Dalit. I'm not a Hebrew scholar, so I can't give you all of that. But it really means door. So there will be doors that will be opened, and there'll be doors that will be closed. Now, not all the doors that will be opened will be positive. There will be some skeletons fall out of the closet. That would make you want to get right, wouldn't it? There'll be others which the doors will be open and it'll be a grand entrance and something glorious. It depends on, on you and I deciding who and what we believe. So it's going to be a year of doors. Now, <clears throat> I don't know where I picked this up from, but I picked it up somewhere. Uh, I, I don't know, but I started, maybe God talk, told me, I don't know, I've done it for a while. I always go to the year that we're in 
and look in the book of Psalms. For example, 2024, I will look in Psalms 20, and I'll look in Psalms 24 to give us a clue. And then I go into Proverbs 24 and get the instruction, the wisdom to walk out what we see in Psalms 20 and 24. You follow? So that's the way I've been conducting it. Now, and we're going to turn there in a minute, but I want to make sure you understand a few things first. 57, 84, if you add those together, it's the number 24. So we're in a, God is emphasizing the year 24 for a specific purpose. And it has to do with doors. Now, before I, uh, let me get, before I get too far into that, I want to make sure you, you hear something. There will be battles in 2024. There'll be wars. We've already seen what's happening. Started. 24. 84. Started at the beginning of the Jewish New Year. There'll be wars. There may be another war or two that picks up and escalates in 2024. And we'll, we'll look at that closely in just a moment. But you, you must understand, and Pastor Zona's been dealing with it on Thursday, why this is important. Number one, this is not the time to get weary. Don't be weary in well-doing. Everybody say weary. weary. How many of you got tired, frustrated, exhausted, and wanted to quit? I just raised my hand for everybody in here, and I did it triple for me. Okay? Don't grow weary. Don't faint or offended. Those are going to be your biggest battles right there. I want to say that right now, up front. Weariness, faintiness, and being offended. Don't listen, this, I'm setting this up. Don't grow weary and don't be judgmental. When you grow weary, you become judgmental. When you grow weary, you become prone to be offended. How many of you know when you're weary, fainty, tired, exhausted, you really, really... Anything anybody does aggravates you. Right? Now listen carefully. This is important. I want you to hear this. If you're going to write anything down, you hear this right now. Your breakthrough is on the other side of the offense. you got to get over it. Everybody say, get over it. You cannot be bringing up stuff and let it churn on the inside of you because if you do, your faith is going to be short-circuited. 
Do you realize that you can choose not to be offended? You can choose it. Now, <clears throat> something else that was... <laughs> the other thing is don't grow weary and faint, quit. We see that and you, you go back and listen to all that. I want to make a, make a statement right here and I think you'll get the just, just of it. Christians need to develop An attitude of a postage stamp. What do you mean? The ability to stick until you get to your destination. Hello? Is the Holy Ghost talking to us? Absolutely. Everybody say the ability to stick. You're going to have to, you're going to be, but see, if you get, if you become fainty or, or if you become weary and you get offended, first thing you want to do is quit. And you cannot reap if you faint. He said, don't be weary in well-doing for in due season you shall reap if, if you faint not. If. That's a question mark that only you can answer. God can't answer that for you. Now, it will, He'll reveal it, but you have to choose it. Are you, are you following along with me? Because see, if we're, if we're going to represent God and we want to represent the work of God, what God wants to do to this generation, I promise you, you're not going to get on the devil's good side. You're not. You're going to be challenged. So you, you have to get, get rid of that and then stick with it until you get to where God's destination is. So we're establishing this up front. Okay. You can allow fear to come in. Now, this is a quote from Pastor Zona. You can, you can allow fear to come in or you can allow faith to arise. You can allow it. And that's your choice. That's not everybody else's choice. That's yours. Now, let's just take it over here. She also made another statement that it's worth, and, and it's, it's, this is giving you pr some practical stuff to understand what 2024 holds. If you have, it takes time to develop roots. And if there's no root, there'll be no fruit. No root, no fruit. So you, you can't just, uh, and, and I talk about it. It, it. These are all choices that we make. And people are going to make these choices. It's not a matter if you're going to choose. It's a matter of what you're going to choose. Because choices are going to be made. And I, you know, God told me one time, he said, Ronnie, no choice is a choice. I, I, cannot be, I cannot be neutral. How many, how many of you, when your car won't move, it stalls in the middle of the street and you put it in neutral? Why do you do that? So it can be pushed easily? 
So if you're neutral, you're going to be swayed easily. Okay. Now, I'm going to put it down right here into a physical realm just for a moment. Because we're talking about not quitting, growing weary, or becoming offended, fainting. When you need healing in your body, sometimes our bodies have to catch up with our healing. You've been healed 2,000 years ago. That's why Paul, Peter said, by his stripes ye were healed. When, the, when was the were? 2,000 years ago on the cross. But sometimes your body has to catch up with your healing. That's why you keep declaring to your body, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And you can't grow weary in that. You're taking medicine, go ahead and take it. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And pretty soon the doctor will have to concede you're healed. You don't need the medicine. Okay? Now I know that God can do it quickly. And that's going to happen. And you're going to see that this year. But I am telling you, because see, your body will tell you we can't do this. To be honest with you, my body told me this morning, call somebody else and let them. That's what my body told me. Zona said, you're moving awful slow this morning. I said, my body's talking. <laughs> now, once I got here, man, y'all here you you came ready. Yeah. Okay. Now, why is this important? Because the Word of God travels at the speed of light. Your body does not travel at the speed of light. <laughs> Are you with me? I'll get into that later. All right. Now, let's, you, you, let's get back to, to what we're talking about. We get some insights. Everybody say insights. insights. All right. I looked up the number four what it means in the Bible. And I'm going to just give you why this is important, and then I'll give you the number 24 here in just a minute. The number four derives its Bible meaning from creation. On the fourth day of what is called creation week, God completed the material universe. On this day, he brought into existence, pay attention right here, our sun, the moon, and all the stars. The purpose was not only to give off light, well, watch this, but also divide the day from the night, thus becoming the basics of time. They were also, they, they were also made to be a type of signal or sign that would mark off days, years, and seasons, of which there are four. Interestingly, the Hebrew word 
for seasons, of which there are four, in Genesis 1.14, in the Strong's Concordance, that word which literally translated is appointed times or divine appointments in reference to God's festivals. This is the earliest known allusion to what would later be called holy or feast day periods of worship. Man, that's interesting stuff. Now, you ready? I'm glad you're sitting down. I don't want you to get wobbly here. The fourth commandment God gave to Israel commands we remember and keep God's holy Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is directly, is, is tied directly to the creation week. In the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 4, there are four witnesses of God on earth. Miracles, wonders, signs, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now this is, we're talking about 2024. Now we're going to start seeing an opening. There's going to be miracles, signs, and wonders. Gifts of the Holy Ghost are going to be released in another dimension. Listen carefully. Another dimension for this appointed time that God has designated. Are you following me? These divine, and you should thank God for divine appointments. Are you listening? During this year of challenge, we're going to believe God for divine appointments. Everybody say divine appointments. This is not just, you know, whatever will be, will be anymore. No, 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 no. That's not going to be the case. We're believing God for divine appointments. By the way, we get an open door for a divine appointment of who's going to lead in this nation. But if you're not registered to vote, you need to get registered to vote. You have till February the 5th so you can vote in the primaries. If you're not registered to vote, you better... Holy Ghost, keep them up at night until they do so. It's estimated only about 50% of the body of Christ actually votes. I, I don't even know if that's true. I mean, that's probably a large estimate in my opinion. And maybe, and maybe I should have read it wrong and it should have been, it was like 50% is registered to vote. That, I think that was right. Okay? If the church would just grab a hold of this and understand its spiritual responsibility to this generation, we'd never lose an election. All right. 20, 20, uh, uh, the number 24, you ready for this? And I'm not a numerologist. I'm just telling you these associate with what we're going to talk about. The number 24 is associated, watch this, 
with the priesthood. Since it is composed of a multi, uh, multiple of 12, it takes on some of 12's meaning, which is, watch this, God's power and authority, as well as symbolizing a perfect foundation. Except it's in a higher form. 24 is also connected with the worship of God, especially at Jerusalem's temple. And the number 24 in Psalms 72, there are 24 things that Jesus Christ, as the high priest, after the order of Melchizedek, will do when he sits on his throne and rules as king and priest during, well, it says during the millennium. However, I believe that God will give us preludes before that time to the body of Christ. Okay? Now, which we're not going to go into all of that. But I am going to share one thing with you. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 6, says we have been made kings. Let me turn there. Revelation. See, a lot of people look at the book of Revelation like all of it's yet to come. No, some of it's being fulfilled right now. Revelation chapter 6, I mean chapter 1 verse 6, and he, talking about Jesus, has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever. While you're in the book of Revelation, go to chapter 5 and verse 10. And hath made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on earth. Listen carefully. This is really important. What has happened is we have been programmed to postpone all of these verses, that I, these two verses, to when we get to heaven. And the church is supposed to be the dominant influence in any generation. That's why it's called the church age. Have you ever read that when Jesus returns... He's coming back for a glorious church. What kind of church? Well, there is no glory in defeat or hiding out. I'll never forget one time I was in the fourth grade. I was in the fourth grade only one time. And uh, we had a coach. His name was Mr. Armstrong, and we was going to experience all. I mean, he was going to make us experience all the Sports. So he taught us all year long different sports. And he came up, I think it was late spring, and uh, we're going to experience boxing. And so uh, he was going to let us pair off and decide who's going to contest with who. You're trying to get about the same size and stature, you know, uh, and, and, and that kind of. And he was going to have three one-minute rounds. One minutes, 
a long time. <laughs> Three one-minute rounds. And I'll never forget, it was Daryl Wright and me. I remember the kid's name. I don't even know if he's still here, but <laughs> his name was Daryl Wright. And we had already had two rounds. I mean, we just, I mean, we're trying to, like two little <laughs> banny roosters trying to <laughs> box it out. And we're, we're already through the first two rounds, and we're halfway through the last round. And he lets us know we only got 30 seconds left. 30 seconds. And so that's when you're going to pour it all on. Because you, you don't want the agony of defeat. You want the thrill of victory. And I'll never forget, Daryl Wright hit me in the mouth with that glove. And it busted my lip and I tasted that boxing glove. Now, I don't know, how, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but I tasted it. It has a taste. And I tasted it. And it started making my stomach churn. Now, this happened just 30 seconds, a long time. It started happening just like this. And about 15 seconds in that last 30 seconds, because I'm kind of feeling a little wobbly, you know, I threw up my hands and said, I give. So Daryl walks around, and he is declared the victor. I felt the agony of defeat, like a lot of Christians. Now, I've learned a big lesson from this. So, we're doing this all outside. This is not something formal. It's, all, it's out underneath the mesquite tree at Bel Air Elementary School. And so, man, Daryl Wright, after we get, we got to cool down. So, we sit there, you know, underneath that mesquite tree. We're cooling down. And after we'd had a minute or two, Daryl looked at me and he said, Ronnie, I sure am glad you quit because if you hadn't, I was fixing to. <laughs> That's exactly what the devil don't want you to know. You're exhausting him. That's why it's important that you don't grow weary, faint, turn loose and give, give up. Keep you praying. Keep the prayers hot. That's right. The devil is about to conceive. He's about to see a licking he ain't seen in a long time. If God's people grab this. That's why I'm saying he's made us kings and priests. That Jesus is not coming back for a church that is hiding out fearful of defeat. He's coming back for a glorious church. You know what? That means a victorious church. Are you following me? All right. Why is that important? It's very important. Now go with me to Psalms chapter 20. And let's move real quickly. I'm going to re I'll try not to comment too much. But let's go to the Passion Translation on all these guys for time's sake. Psalms 20 in the Passion Translation. Verse number 1. In your day of danger... And we're living in a day of danger right now. This is a very dangerous time for our society, particularly here in America, well, even around the world. In your day of danger, may the Lord answer and deliver you. May the name of the God of Jacob set you safely on high. 
May supernatural help be sent from his sanctuary. May he support you from Zion's fortress. May he remember every gift you have given him. Remember the tithes and offerings we're talking about? And celebrate every sacrifice of love you've shown him. Pause in his presence and really think about that. May God give you every desire of your heart and carry out your every plans as you go to battle. Now this is the first thing that we see here. We see that this is a dangerous time and we see that there's going to be evidently a battle. Are you with me? Okay, back up there, verse 4 again. As you go to battle. All right, now verse 5. And when you succeed, he indicates there's a battle, and when you succeed, we will celebrate and shout for joy. Flags will fly when victory is yours. Sounds like a glorious church to me. God, uh, yes, God will answer your prayers and we will praise Him. Glory to God. I know God gives me all that I ask for and brings victory to your anointed King. My, and that's King Jesus. But he's, he's got you and I as kings and priests unto him, right? My deliverance cry will be heard in his holy heaven. By his mighty hand, miracles will manifest through his saving strength. Glory to God. Told you, manifestations of miracles. Didn't we talk about that? All right. Some find their strength in their weapons and, and wisdom. But my miracle deliverance can never be won by men. Our boast is in the Lord our God who makes us strong and gives us victory. Amen. This is a victorious year. Victorious to the believer. Now go with me to... Oh, verse 8. Our enemies will not prevail. They will only collapse and perish in defeat while we rise up full of courage. This is a year to get full of courage. Be bold in the Lord. Glory to God. Give victory to our King, O God. The day we call on you, give us your answer. Glory to God. Now let's go to Psalms 24. Glory to God. Psalms 24, the Passion Translation again, please. God claims the world as His. Everything and everyone belongs to Him. Everything and everyone belongs to Him. Everything. Everything. Do you know it tells us that all things were created by God, listen carefully, and for God. Everything. Even the heathen that won't even recognize it. He's the one who pushed back oceans to let the dry ground appear, planting firm foundations for the earth. Who then ascends into the presence of the Lord? And who has the privilege of entering into God's holy place? Those who are clean, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you listening? Whose works are, are, and ways are pure. Why? Because we believe and follow the Bible. 
whose hearts are true and sealed by the truth of God's Word. Those who never deceive whose words are sure. Why? Because we put His Word in our mouth. They will receive the Lord's blessing and righteousness given by the Savior God. They will stand before God for they will seek the pleasure of God's face the God of Jacob Paul's in his presence. Think about that. So wake up, you living gateways. Lift up your heads, you ageless doors of destiny. Welcome the King of glory, for he's about to come through you. Now stop. Don't go ahead of me right here, because let's talk about gates and doors. Remember the number four represents what? Doors. Doors and gateways are entrances. They're entrances. In fact, I'll put it this way. They are legal entrances. Everybody say legal. legal. Okay. Jesus said if anybody tries to climb up some other way than going through the door, he's a thief and a robber. That's what Jesus said. That's found in John chapter 10. Okay. Legal entrance. So God is talking about legal entrance. Do you know that God cannot intervene on your behalf unless you give Him permission? That's what believing is for. So gateways, and I'm rushing through this part right here. Gateways has to do with more public entrances. Has to do with pub, being in the public square. Doors, that is referred to here, has to do with more private. And that doesn't mean other people won't be involved or other people won't see it. It just means that they're more private. For example, your heart is a door. Jesus stands at the door and knocks. If any man will open the door, Jesus will come and sup with him. Is that right? So your heart, can ha it has a door to it. All right? So that's why he told you to guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your heart. Why? Because whatever enters at that door is the, is the way your life is going to go. If we let the Word of God enter into our heart, then that's the direction we're going to go in, even in the public square. Are you following? Yeah. So, he said, listen what he says, so wake up, you living gateways. He's talking about you're living because the, Jesus is knocked on the door of your heart. Yes. You've let him and his word in. Then guess what? Living gateways, your whole life will be demonstrated to a world that needs a witness of the glory of God. Are you following me? Now? Okay. Live, uh, uh, wake up, you uh, living gateways. Notice it says living gateways. Lift up your heads. Take courage. That's what that means. Lift up your heads. Take courage, you ageless doors of destiny. Your destiny is found in your heart. Yes. Glory to God. 
Wow, every time I talk about that, I've been talking about it for weeks now. Every time I take, look at this, man, I get more excited. Welcome the King of glory. For he's about to come through the door of your heart and manifest in the public square. You asked, who is the king of glory? Now watch this again. Lord, the Lord armed and ready for battle. So the word of God is going to come into your heart if you will seek him and prepare you for the battle that's ahead. And as he prepares you for the battle that's ahead, you're not going to be intimidated by persecution and the opinions of others in the public square. How You are going to lift up your head with courage knowing that God has prepared you for nothing less than victory. Are you following them? Armed and ready for battle. The mighty one. Watch this. Invincible in every way. We're not serving a God that knows how to win some and lose some. We're serving a God that does not know how to lose because every word that proceeds out of his mouth is marked with the absolute truth that has lasted and from eternity to eternity. Are you all... Are you? Glory to God. You're going to have a challenge though. That's why it's important for letting him to wake you up. All right. So wake up, you living gates, and rejoice. Fling wide, you ageless doors of destiny. In other words, open your heart wide to the Word of God. Here He comes. The King of glory is ready to come in in 2020. This nonsense has been going on for decades hidden, but it's been exposed for the last four or five years, and now that exposure lets us know the rottenness to the core, and God is saying, I am scrapping all the works of men, and I am going to rebuild. I am going to replant. Are you following me? Following along with what I'm saying. That's why he told uh, Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, Pastor Zona referred to it on Thursday, I believe. He said, in Je- uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, he said, this is what I want you to do. I'm calling you out and I'm putting the nations in your hand and I want you to tear down Pull up. And then he goes on to say, now I want you to build and I want you to plant. Get ready for uh, Proverbs 24. I'm telling you guys up there. Proverbs 24. You see, God, over the last few years, has taken the schemes and plans of all the globalists, and all the knotheads 
that have been full of corruption. Do you understand right now that you have people that are globalists? Bill Gates, they want, they're trying to get us through Biden to sign an agreement, a treaty, to where you can't eat real meat. That's in the process right now. You have, if you're going to eat any protein, it has to be fake. Like bugs. Do you think it is just coincidental that Burger King came out with their meatless burger? No. Prelude. Prelude. Are, y'all, are, you, are you understanding a few things? We eat meat at our house. I don't like bugs. Are you following? You see, all of that, but their schemes and plans, God's turned it all upside down. Uh, you know, don't you remember Jesus went into the synagogue? He observed everything that was going on. Stepped out of the synagogue, went, and the next day he shows up again. Now, I don't know where he got the whip, but I, he may have made it. He went in there and he cracked the whip. I should have brought one today. Bam! He cracked, cracked the whip right there in the temple, overthrew the tables of the money changers and those that sold doves, and that represents those who sold out the Holy Spirit in the presence of the synagogue. Holy Spirit's coming back to the real church. Well, guess what? God is cracking the whip on all the corruption and the false intentions of of those that have been corrupted in public office, uh, particularly in this nation because America is the last great hope. I'm talking about of nations now. uh, Of nations with freedom and liberty because it was founded upon the principles of the Word of God. And so they're fighting tooth and toenail. We're going to have a battle. Are you following me? Well, we've already been told what to do. All right. I'm excited. We're going to meet the challenge. Everybody say we're going to meet the challenge. Why? Because we're going to be full of the Word of God. We're Word-fed, Spirit-led, and the devil's a liar. All right, you found Proverbs 24, and we got it out of the Passion Translation. I'm doing this for a reason, time's sake. Don't envy the wealth of the wicked or crave their company. What we're talking about, we're not talking about somebody's got a few hundred thousand dollars. We're talking about, don't, listen carefully, quit craving those that are prestigious and are billionaires and more than half of them are corrupt to the core. They're anti-God because they're full of pride. 
Don't follow them. And if you're going to do anything, pray Holy Ghost fire on them. That's their only hope of, uh, to escape eternal damnation. Because what we're talking about is the work of the Antichrist. He said, don't, don't, don't crave any, don't even crave their company. For they are, are, they're obsessed with causing trouble and their conversations are corrupt. Wise people, though, that's you and I, that seeks the wisdom that's from above. There's two kinds of wisdom. There's one that's earthly, sensual, and devilish, but the wisdom that comes from above, we're wise people. We seek that wisdom. Wise people are builders. What are we? Builders. All right. They build families. What is one of the institutions that this corrupt society has, has tried to destroy for decades is the family. They build families. Those that walk in the wisdom of God will follow God's institution. He instituted the family. He instituted the marriage between one man and one woman. Not the Supreme Court. The Bible tells us what holy matrimony is. They build families. They go back to the, uh, to, to the scriptures. This is what they're building on. The solid rock. They build families. They build businesses. They believe in free enterprise. Not government control. You say, well, Pastor Ronnie, are you, are you making a connection yet? This is where we're headed. And you say, well, Pastor Ronnie, that's all political. Everything you're talking about is political. No, everything I've just mentioned already affected you. And you've been conditioned to think it's normal. Businesses and communities, communities center around, listen carefully, like the founding of our forefathers, the first thing they did was build the church. It was the center of the community. Schoolhouses were housed in the church. And, there, and through intelligence, and through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and endure. Through God's intelligence. See, when God tells you to do something, it's not because, well, I'm God, you're going to do what I tell you. No, that's not. God never requires you to do something that he doesn't do himself. He couldn't do that. If he did that, then he would be a, he'd be a Pharisee. He'd be a hypocrite. So why does he tell you? Because this is the truth and this is what works. The other doesn't work. The other will lead you to destruction. Are, y'all, are you with me? Are y'all staying with me or do I, have to t- do I have to take another 30 minutes to calm you down then I can build you back up? Calm you down. All right. <laughs> because, uh, watch this. Now, who's he talking about? He's talking about the people. He's talking about the people that walk in wisdom from above. Because of their skilled leadership, 
Their, the hearts of people are filled with treasures of wisdom and the pleasures of spiritual wealth. That's the foundation by which all prosperity comes from. Anything else is fake. Are you with me? This is where we're going in 2024. You think 2023 was something. 2024 has now escalated. From a, from, from a gate, how would I say it? The entrance into the public square. God is calling the church to be equipped to go into the public square. Because all these systems in our generation are broken. Educational systems broken. That's why we're entering into that, 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 that system. We're going to enter into it and we're going to, we're going to do something that, that they're not doing. That's destined for, for generations like Richard said. When it, when it comes to economics, the economics is broken. $34 trillion in debt? Are you kidding me? Listen, thanks. don't listen to the news media. Oh, Biden's economics have... Binomics, binomics, yeah. They have actually caused inflation to go down. These people don't go to the grocery store. Somebody else shops for them. Inflation is fixing to hit back. People have no idea. You not only got something working against the financial system inside of America, you got elements working against the financial system outside of America. You got governments that want to see the U.S. dollar die. And I'm not too sure that the ones that are working inside are not in cahoots with those on the outside. It's interesting how many politicians can be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And they didn't go to Washington like that. Hundreds of millions. I'm not talking about a few million. I'm talking about hundreds of millions. The system's broken. But God wants to establish his businesses that are based upon the word of God with free enterprise. Listen, I'm telling you there's going to be a turning upside down and a messing up like you had never seen before. But it's going to be good because the table of the money changers is going to be turned over. And there'll be, a, there'll be a, 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 let me say it another way. You're going to see in the financial system in America a change in the next couple of years. 
It will be forced because the dollar will be worth nothing. Do you understand? A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. I have to have hundreds in my pocket when I used to have fives and tens. It's going down. And it has to go down. How many of you ever heard a sermon on Jubilee? Anybody ever heard this sermons on Jubilee? That's when all debts are canceled. We get all excited about that. All debts are canceled. <laughs> Can't hardly wait. But that means anybody that owes you. That's canceled too. Now why, why, why in the Bible is done every 50 years. We hadn't had one in a long time. Something's going to change. And when it changes, it's going to go back down to the, to the bottom in order to be built on a foundation. I do believe we'll go back to a gold standard because we're going to be forced to. Economics, it's a system that's broken. Education, system that's broken. We've even seen this happening in the church. Systems are broken. Organized churches are splitting. The Methodist church just had a big split. Why? Because you got, you got more than half of them that wanted to turn away from the Word of God and do their own thing just to be inclusive to anybody and say anybody got saved just because you showed up to a building. You got, you got a group of them that finally got, you got a part of them that had some brains and said, we're, we're, we're peeling off from you. There's an upheaval in the Catholic Church right now. What the Pope says and what some of the cardinals says, that ain't, that, that's, that's his opinion. That ain't Bible. You see, what I'm saying to you, everything's topsy-turvy, and it's going to escalate this year. But it's going to come to a head. I can tell you right now, at the end of this year, there'll be a cleansing and a victory. Glory to God. All right. I don't promise any time to get what time to get out, do I? But there's there are things you need to understand. That's why these are insights. These are all insights. Listen, these are all insights written in the Bible hundreds and thousands of years before you and I ever got here. And he's given us a clue about this designated or appointed time. And it parallels. Isn't God amazing? Let me tell you this last part. And I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. You need a miracle. You can get one today. In In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. 
verses 1 and 2 of chapter 1 in Genesis. So I'm thinking about this. I mentioned this Wednesday night, and I'm going to mention it now. I was thinking, meditating. God is bringing it to nothing so he can rebuild. Because he wants the church to be victorious and it's in its finishing age. So I'm thinking about this. And I said, Lord, because this has been heavy on me. Lord, this government, this nation's in a mess. And this is what he said. Ronnie, I started with nothing. <laughs> I started with nothing. Oh, y'all, Jesus. Wednesday night, I'm closer to getting it than you do. I started with nothing. He is bulldozing all the works of man out of the way. And he says, I'm starting and I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Glory to God. So if you feel like you got nothing, you're in a perfect position. Glory to God. God can build. Stand up with me. Praise the Lord. If you feel like you are at the bottom, guess what? There's only one way to go. It's up. <laughs> so if you feel like you're at the bottom, and you feel like you don't have a way out, and you feel like you're surrounded, I want you to come down here right now. Let's just, get, let's just stand right now on the Word of God and get our miracle right now. Glory to God. You got something you need a miracle over. Miraculous hand right now. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Well, listen, if you don't have nothing to need a miracle over, I'm going to give you one. Start believing what with us for the miraculous hand of God for the school. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're starting tomorrow 21 days of prayer. It's 6 to 7 a.m. in the morning. Now you may not be able to be here, but that doesn't mean you can't be included. We'll include, we'll give you exactly the direction we're going to pray and, uh, on Facebook and on Instagram and on the church website. You'll know in advance. Glory to God. We're going to pray and we're going to believe God and we got specific things we're believing God for. Hallelujah. You need a miracle? I want you to get it. Father, we thank you right now. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. For you are coming in. The King of Kings is coming in to the church. Glory to God. Coming in through your people. Lord, I thank you right now. Coming into their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you when the King of glory comes in. Hallelujah. He makes the wrongs right. And he corrects everything. And he begins to build and plant. 
and he tears out the crooked places and the rough places and he makes them straight and he makes them plain in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. We thank you, Father, right now for a miracle working hand on the inside of him all the way through the outside. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. What you start, you finish. In the name of Jesus, we speak the miraculous hand of God upon her in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. What you bless, no devil can curse. Hallelujah. She's been redeemed from the curse. Hallelujah. Father, right now, hallelujah, we speak peace of mind and heart in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, I thank you he'll have this testimony. All is well in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Everything that seems like it's not working, glory to God, oh, you are going to bring into harmony with heaven, Father, in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the resurrection, holy, righteous, and true King of glory. Hallelujah. We speak to everything that seems to be rough, that seems to be crooked, it seems to be like it doesn't fit. Father God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus when you get through molding and fashioning with your word, everything will come together, Father God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, a serendipity moment is coming. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I lay my hands on him as your representative, Father. And Father, I thank you right now through the merits of the cross and the power of the resurrection and in the authority of the name that's above every name. I speak miraculous power over him. Oh, yes, Lord, where there's been struggles, I thank you, Father God, there'll be rest in the name of Jesus. I speak rest over him. Rest in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Knowing that the invincible God is going to bring to pass his word. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I speak to everyone here. The door for the king to enter in is open. The king is entering in. Get ready. Make ready. The king of glory is coming in. 2024 will be a year. where the invincible God will show himself strong. Yes, say this with me out loud. Father, I give way for you to manifest yourself 
in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Now, I want to encourage you. Take these next 21 days. And let's get, let's get in prayer together. God deals with you about fasting fast. But let God set this time. We're, we're, what we're doing is we're setting the foundation for the way it's going to end. Now, you're welcome to be right here from 6 to 7 in the auditorium, Monday through Friday. On Saturdays, was it 8 to 9? Eight to nine. We'll let you sleep in a little bit. And then on Sundays, you're going to be here. Right? 21 days. Everybody say 21 days. And you're going to bring somebody with you. How can God manifest miracles if there's nobody here that needs one? Okay. Glory to God. 21 days of prayer. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to sing one song. I'm going to speak a prayer over you in just a minute protection. But I want you to hear this song. It's a song for this time. God brought it back to my remembrance and I, I, I told Richard we got to have this song at the beginning of the year. It's only about two minutes long but you're going to like it. Go ahead Richard. As we know it will soon pass away We have a commission This church of the Lord Led by the Spirit To tell of His word And no opposition No forces from hell No foe can stop us We must prevail Now is the time This is the place We are the people to finish this race. We have a cause. Humanity cries. We have a standard. We must raise it high. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. We must not give up. We must not cave in, nor be distracted, we're destined to win. We must join together, united we stand. Strengthen each other by God's mighty hand. This vision is awesome, too big for one man. There's one way we'll do it, possessing the land. Now is the time, this is the place. We are the people to finish this race. We have a cause, humanity cries. We have a standard, we must lift it high. Now is the time, this is the place. We are the people to finish this race. We have a cause, humanity cries. 
We have a standard, we must lift it high. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. We wanted to establish that song right at the front. You're going to be hearing it throughout the year. Glory to God. In fact, you're going you're gonna to go to sleep singing it and you're going to wake up singing it. Glory to God. Right now is the time. Glory to God. No more piddling around waiting for something else to happen for somebody else to do it. Right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, as we leave this place, we thank you that your grace surrounds us like a shield, follows us wherever we go. We thank you, Lord, that you've given your angels charge over every one of us, our families, our properties, and our goods. And you've given us the name to use, which is above every name. And we use it right now. We declare in the name of Jesus, there'll be no tragedy named among any of us. Now, Father, we thank you for filling us so full of your love that as we go into our everyday lives, we thank you, Father, that your love would flow through us and touch those we come in contact with. And Lord, that the truth of the gospel would be ministered to them. We give you the praise and the thanksgiving for it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. give five people a high five say, I'm glad you were at church today. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.